Hello. And welcome. To the Lovies Podcast. I'm your host, Emily. I'm your hostess, Allison. And we're here to talk about relationships. Even though we've, we've never, never been, been in one. one. Woo! Ooh. Let's get into it. Hey, ladies. <laughs> What's up? Welcome to Nightwatch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you people, but I am thinking about pasta. I got pasta on the brain. You got pasta on the brain. You know what I have on the brain? You're never going to guess what I have on the brain. A cerebe- cerebellum. Are bruises itchy? Because my bruise is itchy. Bruises are itchy. <laughs> bruises are itchy. I have this gnarly Are bruise. bruises itchy, dog? The lovey puppies in the studio today. Oh, say yeah. hi. Say hi to Hosafat. Because <laughs> I got this gnarly bruise. It's turning all sorts of shades. Oh, my gosh. It's itchy. I'm just saying. It is showing its gay pride. I did some gymnastics the other night. Let me tell you. May or may not have included. <laughs> may or may I not. I forgot. May or may not have included a male. No, stop. Emily even touched my hand and no, pushed me to make that joke. That's ridiculous. What is it called? A male, male caller. <laughs> yeah, dog. Is that where you were? <laughs> Doing full revolutions around the sun. Yeah, we were. We were spinning. I was spinning. I actually, we just watched Big Time. No, not even Big Time. Adults. No, we watched King of Staten Island. King of Staten Island. Then I decided to do gymnastics. <laughs> <laughs> that was a mess. Very eighth yeah. grade of you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyways, okay, so what are we talking about? What are we talking about, Emily? Stop. Don't make that sound in a public space. I, I hate it. I love Ryan. Okay. <laughs> love you, too. Emily, Emily Ryan thought of a new my name. my male caller. <laughs> yeah, I made that joke already. Keep up. Oh, yeah, Ryan's new name for Saturday, Friday night only was Michael. <laughs> All night. Because he was acting like a Michael. No, Like he a wasn't. Michael I know No, personally. he wasn't. Oh, he was. No, he, he was. Because no. he was sassy. He was sassy. He was acting and he looking like a jaundice. sassy, dramatic, and taking everything from everyone. Like, <laughs> just like this Michael character I know. No. Yeah, whatever. No. But he's now Not Ryan. affiliated with our father, by the way. No, not affiliated with our father. Another Michael. Out of, like, pick a, pick a, pick a card, pick a card, pick a card. I know, I know <laughs> a shit ton of Mackenzie's. Emily knows a lot of Katie's and Michael's. A lot of Katie's and Michael's. Yeah, it's Michael cool. Katie. Michael Katie. Okay, the dog is sniff happens. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I want to get to the end of this where my pasta dish is waiting for me. Yeah, apparently I'm making a pasta dish. I don't know <laughs> about you guys, but I am just cooking up a storm. I I make latkes. <laughs> <laughs> latkes? I haven't even attempted them yet. No, but I went to a deli, Jewish deli. Oh my god! They had latkes, Allison, and Manhattan. Latkes. Okay. Anyways, enough about this. Enough about this. Not. Yeah, with fancy like apple bees on a date night. Okay. So, and in the net and then Oreo <laughs> shakes. It's hot also. That's why we're delirious. It's about a thousand bajillion degrees outside. I did a really fancy thing And tonight. Allison's brain melted on the side on. We had to scoop it back in her <laughs> noggin. And now we're here. I don't think we got all the pieces. Somebody bought a car. I bought a car. Be specific about the prayers you made. Because <laughs> I bought a car. I would love to buy a car. Jesus, it wasn't my plan. Not now. Not today. Not that car. But it did happen. Bought a car. Bought Amazing. a car. Yeah. And then, um, you know, Ryan went on an adventure. He can't talk about it because he doesn't speak. Because he doesn't speak. And he disappeared for, I honestly don't know how long. <laughs> oh my because gosh. I just came home and daddy thought he was napping somewhere in the garage. 
Mm. He wasn't. He came running out the dust behind him. Oh, the dust. Like an old spaghetti western. I know. Call Clint Eastwood. Stop! Mr. Macho. my arm. It's weird. Cry macho. He's going to cry now. <laughs> I love him. He's so skinny. I know. Okay. So this is what we're talking about this week. Exes. 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 Ex-education. Ex-education. Mostly specifically, how often should you talk about your ex in a relationship? When is it appropriate? I think all the time. And when is it not? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, I'm just going to preface this with I have a sick fascination with exes. With exes? With exes. When I'm with a person, I want to know everything about their ex. I want to know. Well, I wanna, doesn't, <laughs> do people not? I want to know. It's like that Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Little soundbite where it's like... I want to, that's the job I want, Stacey. I'm good at it. Corner office. <laughs> Promoted fire, corner office, hostile takeover, workplace accident. But that's what I want, Stacey. That's how I feel with my with my men. I want to know, I want to, I'm going to be good at it, bad at it. <laughs> corner office, hostile takeover. Whoa, land shark. <laughs> like, that's how I feel about men and their exes. I want to know everything <laughs> about them. Cream. Freddy's a cream. I'm a little laddie like Freddy's a cream. Freddy's a cream. Up the octave. Go for it. Oh, wow. So, uh, the dog's wearing a little frilly skirt. Looks like a modern boy. I know. Freddy's a cream. Freddy's a cream. That's so cute. I'm a little laddie like Freddy's a cream. Okay. Now You're a good sick. boy. Okay, enough. So anyways, I want to know everything about the exes. That's just how I'm going to preface this. And then you know what I kind of feel? Because what do they say? They're like, well, if the guy is always talking about his ex, that's not a good sign. That's a sign that he still is thinking about the ex and it wants to be with him. And I agree with that line of thought. I think that it's pretty sound because I guess. But like, because but what if not? you're the person that makes them keep talking about it? What is it you, their fault? Oh. You know what I'm saying? Because there's so college guy, when he first broke up, he didn't want to talk about her at all. And I don't know if he did that in a way to be like, see, I'm honoring you and, like, trying to be present with you. Like, that was my past, which I think he was. But, like, still, I've been with guys and they've, like, broke up with their girlfriends for months and they still are, like, down to talk about it. But I think, really, his college boy is kind of a unique person. He's not like everybody else. But he, I think, wanted to honor her and be like, you know, like our relationship isn't on display, which is how I think every man should see it, you know, because it's like, even if he does want to talk about the ex, I think he should as like an honor to their relationship, not talk shit about it with the new girl for respect of their relationship. You know what I'm saying? Wrong. You don't think so? Buzz! Buzz me in! (laughs) Buzz me in! Wrong! Just kidding. Well, obviously, your way is a respectable way. Yeah. And to be honest, I haven't been listening. So I'm going to talk about what I was talking about. Okay, great. Which is... I'm here to hear it, baby. I think it depends on how he speaks about the ex. Yeah. Which is concerning. Not the fact that he's talking about it at all. Uh, I think it's the way he talks about it. So you think people Because... mm -hmm. mm Mm-hmm. Because, uh-huh. <laughs> like, people put too much pressure or emphasis on the fact that they're talking about it at all I think rather than I think there's saying. too much of a stigma about it. About what? But about just about like just talking about them period Mm -hmm. because it's like you would want to learn like good big lessons from them and stuff like that yeah I don't see why you would so is this me just undermining my whole argument I don't see why you would talk about about it (laughs) you know (laughs) what do I actually believe yeah (laughs) because it's like why would you need to bring up the ex that often yeah but like 
if I ask you, so why do you break up? I think up? that's where your argument. Tell me. I, know, I think that's where your argument comes in is how did they talk about it when prompted to speak of it? Yeah. I think that's what well, it is. Well, I think if prompted to speak of if it. If prompted. Because if they offer it all on their own. Yeah. Like, oh, like, oh, my girlfriend, my ex Like, they, they always did that. They did that. They did that. Like, yeah. yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Like, like why stop, are you talking like, about Like, stop it? that. But yeah. I think it's weird when people gatekeep their, like, past you think it's weird i think it's i think there's something really odd about i think that. it's a noble thing to do in the sense of college white i'm just using him purely as an example no i know yeah it's like the feeling but um but well i sense, get it but like they give you a tidbit to take with you exactly and it makes sense you don't do it up front but like some people like go to the grave with that shit it's true and it's like that's a that's a red flag for me it's kind of weird it's like why can you not talk about it at all where yeah. it's like because like what if you end up having the future together and you get that house with those kids and that marriage. And then it's like, and you never want to talk about your past. Your past, like your ex-girlfriend. I know, because I think it's interesting because College Boy, in his defense, he is stupid. Mostly because he's not with me. Like, dumb. Dumb. But <laughs> irregardless of that, um, he that was his first long-term relationship. And I think, and he had just gotten out of it literally four weeks prior to seeing me. And I think he just didn't know how to navigate it. But I think that this is true, that if they hold steadfast to that and never share it or hide the love notes, because, like, you always hide are going... Hide the love notes. Because the thing is, whether people like to admit it or not, you're going to keep artifacts of your past relationships. Yeah. Like, you are, and I think you should. I mean, I think that is a way to nod to your past self and be like, this is something that happened, this is something that impacted me, and this has made me either better or worse because of it, and here are all the artifacts. I don't, like, if I had kids with College Boy who, like, like, or imagine the person that you love the most. Like, if I married the love of my life and he had a shoebox filled with love notes from past people, I would absolutely want him to keep that. I want to know everything I about know those people. everything. Like, is that weird? I want, is that I not want, normal? No, <laughs> people read it, but then they get really butthurt. I mean, but, yes, but I you have to go into it knowing I know, that. I know, and here's the thing, and probably one day I'll, like, eat my words yeah but it's like that like all those letters are is old ink on paper that's all it that's is. that's all it is you yes. know what i mean and it's like it's like that's not where you are now no mm-hmm. like you are in a new age and he likes you the most yeah and then it's like people are could argue because i think this is the argument that they bring up it's like well was did he ever really get over that then if he's still keeping it now and it's like then why do you have journals? Oh, get rid of all those no, boys' yeah. phone numbers. Then why don't you get rid of all those boys' phone numbers? Why do you have journals? Why do you want to remember anything that you did in the past? Why would you write that down? Should you, shouldn't you just burn all your journals too because you're no longer that person? Because you no longer have those same thoughts? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You never long had those same feelings. Like, like if that was the thought process, then burn all your journals about all those crushes you talked about for pages and pages about how your heart was so broken over them. It's like the same thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's an ode to a past life. That's all a journal is. That's all that a letter is. But you do have to go in knowing that you can't be jealous or upset. Like, that emotion is just not It's only weird if they go out of their way to read these letters. It is. But it's like, because our father kept love letters. And so, in his old room of our grandparents' house, he had a room there, obviously. And then he moved out and had kids, which are us. And we would (laughs) go back to his room because he'd keep certain stuff there. 
Mostly crap. And <laughs> mostly crap. But he would have like all of his like artifacts, you know, like he just had a bunch of letters like, from a bunch of a different bunch of people. letters from people or, you know, like matchbooks. Or when he got he got a ticket in his Porsche and he kept it because he thought it was cool because they have to write up on the ticket Porsche, yeah. you know? Like, he keeps all these, like, knickknacks of your life and he would have love letters. And so when we would sit there with him, we would go through them. Not in, like, a weird well, way. Well, like, not like, like, we wouldn't sit him, it makes it sound like we yeah. sit him down, we're like, let's read them. Like, no, yeah. like, when he was looking for stuff, we'd sit there and we would read the letters. Yeah, like, we would go through them and it's like, there weren't, like, like drippy love letters i don't think he knew anyone they weren't no there was like like this one girl who bought him like all these cards all the time just because they were like funny yeah and she would just sign like they're like hallmark like you know cardstock cards that you buy some of them were from our mother he also had them from our yeah because he just kept them and i always thought that that was such a nice little thing and so in college i had my college box where you just keep like yeah concert tickets or whatever crap you keep during your time in college and now that's kind of like progressed into now but it's like I just think it's like really cute and then it's like because your kids should know that dating other people is fine and normal yeah like for some kids like their parents did just marry in high school like after high school met and married I think that's a beautiful love story too but it's like also, like, if that's not the case, like, you can break up with a person. Because Daddy, I think, was really good at breaking up with people. He was actually really good with his breakups. Because, because they he, always, like, hung around. Well, even our godfather. Like, he broke up Yeah, with that's true. With his, with our godfather's literal older sister. Older sister. Our godfather was seven years old at when, the time. Yeah, and our father was like, in like high school. Like, when we say, like, if you have seen Big Time Adolescence, yeah. and you're sitting there, and you're wondering... Like, how does that how does a How does a teenager hang out with an elementary school boy? <laughs> watch that movie. Watch, watch it. <laughs> it happens. It makes sense. It does make sense. And they would go fishing. Like, they would do wholesome fishing. shit. Fishing. He taught Bruce to drive because he taught him how to illegally race cars at night. Exactly, yes. And, and to the point where Bruce asked his father, he went, where's the switch for the brake lights? I know. His father's like, what? He's like, to turn off the brake lights. I know. So the cops don't know you're slowing down. I know. Well, you have to hijack your car to do that. Hilarious. I know. Exactly, but Bruce didn't know that's how young Bruce is. I know. <laughs> I know. So, but yeah, but that's the point. So he broke up with this guy, our godfather's older sister, and still was friends. And that's exactly how and it happens in Big Time exactly Adolescence. How it if happens. you watch that movie, because that's exactly, exactly how, how they how met, happens. was from the sister. <laughs> It's from dating the sister. <laughs> and we go to their holiday parties and they see each other. And they make they jokes. They still see each and other. And we're friends with her. I know. <laughs> she likes us. <laughs> she likes us. The ex-girlfriend. Like, see? It's weird. It's weird. But, but, but it's he fascinating. does it well. Like, he just did it well. And I don't like, know Because how. you know what? Because I think people, when they break up, it's like life and death. It's like life and death. And then on top of it, there's some people, especially nowadays, where they're like, I want to be friends with you so bad. So it's weird. And then there's another group of people who's like, I just like, I always want you there just in case we get back together. Yeah. And it's like, unless you are literally like, like, because our father totally ignored the sister. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're broken up. Like, I'm here for Bruce. Like, I'm not here for you anymore. And it was very well known. And because of that, then they're able to still heal while daddy's still able to hang around. You know what I'm saying? But they're also not being weird. I don't know. It's just like, I think it takes a, a person who really understands the differences. It's like funny worlds. when I think about that. It's, I like, know. Like, it's just funny. Like, this is weird. Like, when we were young, we would go to these parties, as we do now, and, like, the, a person that dated our literal father was there. 
<laughs> like with our mother in the same and room. And she would make jokes and everything. <laughs> yeah, with our mother in the same room. It's, it's weird. <laughs> just nowadays, it's like, gosh, these people can't keep their shit together. I know. They can't keep their shit together to go to Target in the self-checkout line. Let alone, after how many years? After, like, her brother is our godfather. That's, That's weird. <laughs> like, when she dated our father, she wouldn't know her little brother would be our godfather. I know. <laughs> like, that's fucking crazy. That's weird. That's weird, and I love it. I love it, but it does take, it takes very it sound takes people. strong people. Yeah. Which is why it works out. It is, but also, because they were two different places, and it's like, I think you also have to have an understanding, because there are, like, possible, it's possible to have mutual breakups. But I think when people break up with a person, they don't see them as a human anymore, which is really sad, but really true. I'm going to give you a for instance. I'm going to explain it to you. So, Sam with this guy, and we break up, and then I see him at a bar three weeks later. Oh, well, now I see him as the man that broke my heart and betrayed me, and he's so shitty, so I'm just going to, like, be so shitty back to him. You know what I'm saying? But really, what your stance should be is it's, like, that's really sad that it didn't work out, but he's still a person, and I should still be nice and cordial towards him. But people are petty AF. Yeah, people are really petty. They're so petty. And it goes either way. I just said it because I'm the person in the situation. But it's, like, the same could be said for the guy. What if we break up, and then I'm sitting at the bar with my friends, and then he sees me across the bar, and is like, I'm going to be so shitty to her because she broke my heart. You know what I'm saying? It's There's no respect for anybody anymore. It's it's Because, like, the reason why a relationship doesn't work out is because... It can't work out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, if you want it to work out, two people will make it work. So you have to understand, respect it, and let it go. And I think people want to be triumphant or their ego takes over. And so there's a lot of, like, pettiness. And then there's heartbreak and feeling, and I get it, but it's like you shouldn't hurt somebody just because they can't be with you. Yeah. Like, there's a million men out there that will ignore you. And it's like, I get that the reason why you don't like that this one's ignoring you is because he didn't for so long. But it's like, really like, look at the relationship. Like, there's a reason why you broke up. So I just think the pettiness is unnecessary. Because it's not like you woke up one day and he like, totally dumped your ass. I mean, it does happen. But if he's acting that way, he probably isn't going to be the same neighborhood bar as you, though. (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) He's probably going to like, dip. Yeah, I don't know. So... I don't know, because I've never actually really had that problem. I just, I also come from a locust point where, like... Locust point. A I've locust point. heard that in a long time. I know. I was thinking, we haven't said it in a long time. But, like, I do come from a locust point of, like, I don't know, things kind of just happen as they happen. And it's, like, there's only so much strong arming you can do. Yeah. And it's just, like, at some point you have to give it up, and it's not you. Like, it's just, it could be them, or it could just be the situation. Yeah. But it's, like, you looking like a fool isn't going to correct it. It's not going to rectify it, and you're going to feel worse. You know what I'm saying? It's, like, because that's how it is, like, with breakups. When people break up, like, some women just cannot let go. I think, yeah. I think that's why I have a hard time with, um, like, people gatekeeping, like, their past information. Because it's, like, you're giving it so much power yeah. like you're giving it power but you believe that you're regaining control mm. and it's like you gotta like let it go because yeah. it's like it's just the past it, it, it's and it's so like true you cannot change it and it's not going to change it's always going to be the same no matter keeping it in that ivory tower no one out here is going to change what happened exactly. like you can't like you cannot exactly and it's like you can only like Try to move on and let it go. Yeah. And I feel like it can make your relationship stronger when you talk about your past relationships. Yeah. And I know, like, people hate talking about it. I don't know why. 
I do not know why. If I'm with a person and I love them, I want to know everything about them. It's like, well, yeah, like, why was it so messed up? Why was it so messed like, up? Like, what was wrong with you Like, then? what... If you're, like, hiding yourself like that. Exactly. Like, what's wrong And it's with true. You? It's like, why are you giving it power? Yeah. Like, why are you giving something that's dead life? Like, it's over. Yeah. It's done. Like, you should te- tell me the lesson that you learned. Like, what do you want? Because you don't leave out of a relationship looking for the same thing. Yeah. You leave because something didn't work out and you want something different. So, if I talk to you about your past relationship and I want to know what happened it's because I want to help achieve your goals in your relationship I like look at it so then so then Emily right back to the question which is when do you start talking about exes honestly as soon as possible (laughs) because this is how I also feel I say three months this is how I feel about exes they're not a lifetime conversation they're not they're like pretty much in the beginning of your dating and then you really never talk about it again. Yeah, you know true. what I'm saying? Because people who are married aren't like, oh, well, I dated this one girl, Patricia, in, like, high school, and she did this. It's like, no, you would have known that three months into dating. Yeah. You know, if it was ever pertinent to your conversation. Because sometimes, like, it just doesn't come up. Like, I'm not sitting there on, like, the third date being like, so what about your past relationships? Like, if something comes up that's like relevant to the conversation then now I have a thread and I can pick at it and then we can go from there you know what I'm saying but sometimes that never comes up yeah you know like with people that I've liked in the past like it's just never come up but it is like but if it's there I will like pick at it but then after I'm done like I'm done like there's not really much more there because it is like a past relationship and it's not growing you know what I'm saying yeah but I think people are like don't talk about it because it might remind them to go back to it that's stupid I feel like that's a really insecure thought process that's a very insecure thought like and like honestly (laughs) if they do like let them go because yeah. you don't want to be with people who are secretly harboring feelings for their exes. It's so true. I know you don't. Like, like it's you like, don't want to be if with you're that secretly thinking about it and it's consuming you. Like, go. Like, I'm not going to be. Nothing's going to be held over my head. I'm not going to have this expectation to be like a person I don't even know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like maybe that was the point. Maybe I was supposed to help you understand that you had to go back. I don't know. But I think that's where people's ego comes in. Like they, because it's like I do want to feel like the only girl in the world. A la yeah. Rihanna. Like, I want to feel like the only person that they've ever loved, that they've ever known, that they've ever cared about. Like, I want to be that person, but I understand that I'm not. So, it's like, there's a time and a place. But I don't, I think it's appropriate, like, I don't know, like, probably, yeah, three months in to talk about it, if you're going to talk about it at I all. I think three months I in think is three months I just in. imagine it. Yeah. Late at night. Pillow talk. <clears throat> it's mostly pillow talk. And you're like it's when they're most vulnerable. Yeah, that's when you can like them. and they can't see you. I know, <laughs> strike them. Pillow talk is very interesting with guys. It's powerful. <laughs> it is powerful because when you get anyone, I mean, think about sleepovers. I always think about sleepovers. You know, yeah, with your girlfriends, could get any get those bitches to say anything. You can literally you can, like hear about anything. their family drama, divorce, like shit is real at those sleepovers. During I loved those times because that's when I really got to like learn about people the most, like yeah. people I never talk about. I would never spread it. It's just like. It's just, it's just fascinating what people will share. And, like, and I don't share anything. So, it's, like, it's interesting to hear. But, like, with guys, like, if you do get them at, like, the wee hours, you know, like, you don't have to have sex with them. Literally can happen at any time if they just hang like out and you, you watch a movie. you could be sitting in a Wendy's parking lot. You could be sitting in a Wendy's parking lot. Like, literally anywhere you where it's get dark. get it out of you them, You can dude. get it out of them. Like, after Especially movie, if they're in their car. If they're in their car. Oh, man. I Forget know. about it. Like, you can get things out of guys. And it is so 
fascinating because they really don't have a filter of like maybe I shouldn't say this like they'll just like do it they'll say it and then that's why they backtrack that's why they backtrack after because they're like shit like I should like because women will kind of like dance around it so it's like takes a little bit longer but men will sometimes just nosedive right into that men will flat out say shit I know and they're like oh like I didn't know I was thinking that (laughs) yeah and it's just it's It's so fascinating but that's when if you do want to talk about your exes that's like the best time and I think that's really like like, that's when you'll get the most information. But it is dangerous because I've, like, there's guys that I've liked and then you get into, like, you know, if you're at a movie or something or, like, dinner runs late and they're dropping you off and you're, like, talking, it can be dangerous because I'm a person. And I don't know if, like, everybody feels this way. I feel this way about myself. So, take it with a grain of salt, I guess. But I'm a person that really can be very objective, I feel, in situations. Like, if a person is talking yeah. to me about them, I don't see, I don't see a man... As a person, I'm going to manipulate to like me or be in a relationship with me. And if a person, I don't care who you are, what you're coming from, I don't care what you're dealing with. If you are a person that has a problem, I am going to give you the best advice, even if it doesn't benefit me. Yeah. And like with relationships, a lot of people say you shouldn't do that. You should make yourself look in the best light. You should have it the most beneficial to you because this poor man that comes up to me, they don't have me in their life. So they're getting bad advice. I know that for a fact because they're coming to me with a very basic problem that they should have gotten advice like this about years ago. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I know all the friends in my life are going to stick around because they enjoy my advice. And I don't really, they know that, I mean, it it doesn't affect our relationship because we're not dating. But with guys, a lot of the time, especially the guys in my age group that I've run into, they're, like, really just so lost. And they're not feeling supported economically because they don't have jobs. They don't feel like they can provide. They don't feel like they can protect. They feel like they're harassed. And so a lot of guys come to me, and they're very vulnerable in that way. So when a guy whose main, like, like, main goal in life is too provocative, there's, like, a word. I can't think of it. But they're... No, their main prerogative. Yeah. Is that a word? Yeah, prerogative. Prerogative. Their main goal in life. (laughs) (laughs) Their main goal in life is to provide and protect. And when you take that away from them, then they they're lost. So then they talk to me and I encourage them. So what does a man have to do then? oh, I've got to figure my shit out. I have to go and I have to find myself. I want to do exactly what you said. I want to take your advice and I want to run with it. Like, this is a roadmap to my life and you just gave it to me. Thank you. Well, where does that leave me? Alone. Always leaves me alone. Like, I'm sitting here and I'm alone. I'm helping you and I'm alone. Like, you're going off on your adventures. You're finding yourself and I'm alone. And it's like, that's really sad. But unfortunately, that's the truth because women are not honest with them and they strong arm them into these relationships. Yeah. And that's the problem is that women are not actually supporting men in the way that they need to be supported. And that's where their exes come in. And that's what I hear a lot about their exes is that they were manipulative. They were controlling. A lot of that is happening. Yeah. With men and their exes, they always say they're toxic. And it's like... But what they don't say is that they're crazy. Yeah. Like, they say... Like, they're hysterical. Yeah. Like, they don't say that because I don't think that they understand how to identify it. Because they're not because crazy. Because it's kind of like the new normal. It is the new normal. And it's like, well, well, she was nice. She did look out for my best interests. But the whole time she was toxic and pulling me away from mine. Yeah. Because I was told that I would be better if I helped and supported her. But she was never interested in what I wanted. And that's called manipulation. Yeah. And it's like, it's really sad because these women are just manipulating men. And it's like, honestly, your life isn't that great what are they supporting you by doing what like so you can stay home and like do what I don't know it's just like 
it's it's really weird and it's like these women also want these men to give them babies and everything but it's like when you don't support a man in his job then what are you doing yeah like how is he ever going to provide a baby for you when you're taking away that basic ability for him to provide for you yeah like it breaks my heart that the men i know in my life majorly are more unemployed than the women yeah that makes me sad because this isn't a matter of gender this is a matter of a person providing for themselves and you've taken away a person's ability to just do that basic thing. Yeah. And that's sad. Like, yeah, I wouldn't want it for my girlfriends either. But it's like they're all applying at the same rate and women are getting hired more than men. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like it's sad for me. Because I don't want to provide for my family. I want to provide in the way of making dentist appointments and cooking chicken. I don't want to work as an accountant. I fucking hate that job. I hate the job of accounting. When I count my budget, balance my checkbook. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'll make you do that. Yeah, I can I'll, do that. I'll provide you childcare if you provide me a balanced checkbook. I, I will provide like, that for fuck you. The checkbook. I but yeah, so I think that it's okay to talk about the ex. I find exes to be extremely fascinating. But I think yeah, definitely if they talk about them in a way that's endearing or like reminiscent. Well, yeah, obviously that's stupid. But also be be wary if they are withholding that information. Yeah, like that's just weird. That like is that's weird. weird. And I don't think we should normalize that. I don't think because I would be totally forthcoming about. I mean, I am. It, it's just it is, and it's like to be honest with you, like I have had two great loves in my life and I'm very fortunate to have them and I and I'm not going to settle for anything less than that feeling but until we get there I will probably tell a few men like yeah I've been in love and this isn't it and I'm sorry yeah and that might hurt some people but honestly it won't because I don't even really date so (laughs) yeah no (laughs) you can tell that feeling pretty early on it's like but anyways, I think exes, I think it's fun to talk about exes. I think it's fun to learn. I think it's a great way to connect with your person and learn more about them. If that opportunity or that subject comes up, I don't think it's pertinent to to really a great relationship. Yeah. You know? But I think yeah. it's good to know. It's good to know basic fundamentals of those previous relationships. Like, they should definitely not be withholding. Yeah. And, like, I'm okay with love letters kept. I'm okay with love letters I kept. mean, it's not like I'm going to sit there and, like, be weird about it honestly they're probably in a shoebox on a shelf in the garage gathering dust anyways yeah. if you want to keep them keep them like you have shelves with boxes in your heart you can have one that's physical too yeah you know everybody has it everybody has past cards everybody has it all, all right. right and then that's it perfect all right well thank you lovey doveys for listening we love you we so love much. you and we'll talk to you next week that's right holla bye babes bye